Welcome to the Lion's Den with Seth, a podcast where progressive men and women can learn and teach each other the ways of the land. The Lion's Den is where royalty comes to counsel. Ladies and gentlemen, your host, Seth. Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? What's going on? Welcome to another Lion's Den with Seth. I'm your host tonight, one out of the few, but I want to make sure y'all having a good day. Okay, make sure you guys are having a good day. Y'all let us know that you're here and get shout out wherever you are, wherever you are, put hashtag I'm there. So if you hashtag Houston, put that there. Detroit, for sure, put that there, especially if you're feeling a way about a certain trade. You put that there, okay? But we love y'all. We love y'all. Welcome to Lions Den. But without further ado, we're going to introduce the rest of the den. Big Larry, how you feeling, bro? Hey, 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 what's up, man? How you doing? Ah, slow motion, brother, slow motion. How, how you feeling? Hey, man, I'll tell you what, listen, my weekend started off pretty hectic, as you know, I called you Friday, so mm-hmm. my sprinkler system pipe busted on me, then turn around, I got that fixed, or at least got the water shut off, and then turn around Saturday, and my damn dryer knob then went out, you know, so I got it rigged up until I can get a new dryer in the house, mm-hmm. so the only thing that made my day was that trade for Matthew Stafford, so welcome to the Rams, baby, I appreciate it, you know, and I'm excited, it's like, that made my weekend. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all for the trade. Yeah, whatever, whatever. All right. Hey, so look, shout out to everybody out there. What's going on? Wichita Falls, what it is. I see you, big Steve. Look at him. Civilian life. Hawaii. Yeah, what's I'm going on? What's going Hawaii. on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Look, next in the den, you already know how we do. Hey, what's Her. going on? How you feeling, dog? Look man, at I'm, you. I'm good. I'm good, man. Yeah. Hey, these classes are kicking my tail. But uh, <laughs> these real estate classes kicking. My thought was gonna be easier, you know. What Why? I mean? Why, bro? Look, look. I mean, cause, I mean, look. Think about it. You've been doing some shit for over twenty something years, and now you're getting into real estate. Like, what makes you think that was gonna be? Okay? I thought the class was. I ain't think the class was gonna be easy, man. I thought it was gonna be like, hey, man, come over here. You look at this house. You know what I mean? But it's just <laughs> the craziest it. stuff they ask you on these te- like you know this math stuff. Mm-hmm. I picked I picked real estate because I thought they didn't have math. See. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so now I'm realizing they got math. And add on to that, you know, I'm over here trying to study, <laughs> and, and I damn near babysitted my kids for the last three days. You do, know what I mean? Okay, but but you do know how crazy that sound, right? Huh? You, you do understand how silly that sound. You babysitting your kids. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it ain't no babysitting your own, <laughs> bro. Okay, okay. Anyway, so what what else popping, bro? Man, that that's oh, it, they, brother. You they know? let him have it on his post, though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> man, ain't no doubt, Phil. Man, hey, I got it. Man, I appreciate your confidence in me, bro. But no, everything everything else is going good, bro. You know, it's, it's going right on track. All right, cool. Well, look, man, do us the honors of uh, introducing our guest for the den, bro. Hey, so today, today we have big, we got Chief Big Al Wells coming on to the show today to talk about owning your own brand. Now, this brother's story, you know, brings you down from the very lows. And it's really about, hey, so if you're low, are you just going to stay there? What are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. You know, so with no further ado, let's let's bring him on. There it is. Hey. What's going on, brother? How you feeling? Welcome to the den. Have a seat. You got your num num juice ready. This is gonna be a good time. This is gonna be a good time. There it is. Yes, yes. Look at you. Sip on, sip on. If you if if, if you feel the notion. So tell us something <laughs> about yourself, brother. How you feel? I feel good. Hey, appreciate you for having me on. Um, I'm really excited. 
Uh, hey, Al Wells, uh, small town, uh, come from a small city, Hammond, Louisiana, between New Orleans and Baton Rouge, right? Mm-hmm. Um, man, r- raised by a single mom. Uh, mom, dad divorced when I was three, and, and uh, pressed on from there. Raised by powerful, powerful women. Mm-hmm. Um, man, what, what, want me to just continue on? Uh, oh, no, no, so, brother. No, yeah, that, that, yeah. that was it. We, we about to get into it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's coming. All right. It's coming. All right. So hey, so look here. Hey, somebody want them to, want you to know that they watching. Okay, they want uh, you to know. Okay, son. listen. That's hey, hey, now. Okay, my son, my ex-wife. I love them. Mm-hmm. Appreciate you. Hey, there we yeah. go. And look, shout out to everybody out there. I see you, Crystal. I see you, a hey, Foots. I see y'all out there. Well, go ahead, uh, Herman. Hit them up. Hey, so so the show's talking about owning your own brand, and your brand right. is a lion's tail apparel, right? Right. So first things first is I want to know about how this how this brand came came to fruition. What made you decide to to go with this, and what is the story behind it? And so I'm gonna walk you back a little bit, okay. and then I bring you forward to, to to how we got to where we are today. So I alluded to earlier, um, single mom, uh, mom and dad divorced when I was three. Um, I, I seen her struggle a lot, right? Uh, as a single mom sitting at the table, opening up her checkbook, trying to figure out how she's gonna make ends meet. Um, minimum wage, I think we were 15, 20 cent from <laughs> from getting uh, government assistance, right? So we were just on the cusp. If it wasn't for my grandmother, it, I probably would have missed a few meals. Um, man, so we, we, we go forward, 11 was a significant year, uh, significant age for me. Uh, when I was 11, my dad, uh, my dad came came to my bed. Uh, my mom and dad divorced, like I said, came to my bed and said, "Hey, I'm going somewhere. Uh, I'm probably not going to come back." All right, dad, where are you going? Right? He goes, "Hey, just take uh, take care of your brother and your sister." I have a same dad, different mom, so I had some uh, some half brothers and a half sister. Hey, take care of them. Look after them. Okay. A few hours later, uh, he went somewhere and he shot himself. Right, so committed suicide when I was 11. Kind of a heavy burden to put on me at that age, but you know that that was a significant time. After that, when I was in and out of small little troubles, um, I would hear, "Man, you end up like your dad. Right? You're not gonna mount anything. You're not. You're not gonna be anything." It was hard, hard for a little kid to hear. Right. So we continue. Uh, we I get a little older. Um, Doing, doing pretty pretty okay in high school. I'm doing well. Uh, started running around with some friends, right? Uh, I, they weren't bad guys. Uh, man, I had some good friends growing up, uh, but we probably did some things we weren't supposed to do. Uh, we were kids doing adult, doing adult things. Right? Um, a couple life changes happened. Uh, we tore up a Taco Bell. Uh, I am permanently barred from a different... Hold on, wait, 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 wait a minute. See, see I was waiting for a second, bro. Hold on, but look, but look, what you're not going to do on this show is just move right past when you just, you know, then, then, then did some things out of line at Taco Bell. What happened, brother? Let's talk yeah. about you being out of line. See? Hey. Yeah. I, I can tell you that there was taco meat all over the place, right? <laughs> um, walked in, me and, me and a few of my friends were sitting in there and someone walked in and 
they didn't like the color of our skin, right? Uh, and because of that, words were passed and situations happened, right? Uh, cops came, uh, I, went to, I went to jail that day. I, my, mom had, my mom had to come get me out. That was probably the hardest thing, one of the hardest things that I had to do, watch my mom cry uh, and then validate everything that everyone had said that I'm not gonna mount anything. Um, I'm gonna end up like my dad, right? So that was, that was a hard hit for me. So that was one, one moment opened my eyes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the next, it wasn't the first time, it was the second time that I had a gun. Uh, I felt still, uh, the guy put it to my head. Uh, the first time I thought, oh, okay, uh, we, we can get by. Uh, the second time was when I thought, man, I need to get my life together. And I need to do something with my life before I end up, again, like my dad, I'm not gonna mount anything. Um, man, that, those are those are stories within themselves. I was doing things I, I shouldn't have been doing. I, I was with um, my friends. Loosely, friends. Not allow me. Mm-hmm. No, these were good. They would not allow me. So those times with the with the gun, I was with I was with someone that uh, maybe wasn't uh, as close as friends as I thought. Right. So I don't include okay. those particular people. But the friends that I had that I was uh, maybe getting into some different situations with. At a certain time, my mom told me my my curfew was twelve. Those guys made sure I was home at eleven forty-five. Like I told you, uh, we we were doing some bad stuff, but they respected my mom so much that they had me home before my curfew. No matter how much I kicked and screamed, no matter how much I wanted to do whatever they were doing, they didn't let didn't let that happen. So I appreciate them for that. They told me, "Hey, you're you're smart, man. You, you need to do something with yourself." And I appreciate that. Right. Um, and then I, I joined the military. I joined the military at 16, well, 17 when I joined, 18 when I left, and I was involved in a lot of, a lot. I was involved in a few things. Um, I tell people I'm 5'6". That's my story. That's what I am. Uh, <laughs> when I look in the mirror, I see 6'5". I see myself bigger than everybody else. Brother, hold on. Let, let, let me find out. Hey, you 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 got a, uh, you, you got a, a complex okay. going on no, over there, brother. I'm sorry. Hey, it's off the door. Listen, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't know, this is the reason why we he on here talking, you know, talking boss shit, see, because he got a problem. You understand? <laughs> He's mad at the world. And then, hey, listen, low key, look at this. Look at you. What? It, look what your son did. Oh, 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 oh. See, so look, so so look, you tried to go through the Taco Bell joint and then not, can't not go to Taco Bell. Can't go to Taco Bell. Now your son said you was packing. Go ahead, Larry. What, what, what you got, Larry? Go ahead. Larry. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because so you yeah, see, we're going to yeah, we gonna get into it. But see, see what happened is we can pick out shit. Right, and then so now we we got to we got to spread it on. But go ahead, Larry. What you got, brother? All right. Yeah, I want to. And sticking with the brand, uh, I see you yeah, have I'm a lion's someplace, but go ahead. head on your. <laughs> I, I see you have the lion's head on your shirt, right? And I'm right. starting to see a lot of lioness things going on through social media, through various businesses, right? A lot of people have some symbol of the lion. What does that symbolize for you? What does that mean to you when, when you put that on your brand? Why did you make? Why did you pick up the lion? So me, it's a mentality. Uh, I'm a Leo, Leo by trade. Uh, as one lion to a, to another, lions tell the lions then. Uh, courageous leaders, uh, fearless, uh, compassionate, right? So all these different traits that I think that I have inside me for the last 46 years, uh, this is this line represents the scars across the eye. Um, 
there we go, represents life's lessons, uh, the battles and the, and, the, and the fights that I've been in, they didn't kill me. I'm still here, right? And it's also it's over the eye that tells me I need to see past my battles, see past my scars, and, and uh, progress on. And everybody has a story, right? Oh, I'm sorry, the crown. The crown's on the head to let you know that uh, you're royalty. Elevate yourself, right? And it's tilted, not because it's cool. It reminds me to always adjust my crown. Always help, always adjust my crown and always look out for someone else, right? So uh, wear your story. That's my mantra. That's my motto. Um, wear your story. Your story will help someone else, right? And I've learned that throughout the years of my life and in the military. Mm-hmm. So that's what the line means to me. Okay. All right. Dope. Dope. That's what it is. That's what it is. Go ahead, Herm. So you talk about where your story, right? And then we was getting into your story about what led you to to creating this. So what I want to know is, like, you've been in the military now about 28 years. Do you feel like your experiences uh, helped you as a leader, you know, when you when you get these airmen that come in or a young person that come in as, that's going through these issues, how were you able to, to help them people um, and help them overcome the way you did? Yeah, I tell you, uh, my situations, my stories, the things I've been through uh, have helped me immensely to connect. Uh, so I didn't get into it. I had some significant things happen in the military uh, that I was on the other side of a commander or a first sergeant's desk. Uh, I was in trouble quite a bit. And the one thing I wanted was for someone to talk to me, someone to just sit down and talk and not judge, uh, not treat me differently because I've been in trouble uh, or because I was currently in trouble. So now when I sit across the desk, I empathize and sympathize with that person that's there. And I give them everything that I wish that I had. Right? And I tell them a little pieces of my story. Everybody gets a different piece, right? Uh, so they can connect, so we can understand that we've walked through this together. And I've reached a level, right? Top 1% uh, enlisted force, I've reached it. And I went through some of the same problems that you're going through, if not more, right? So definitely, uh, my stories connect to, to other individuals. Okay. All right. Well, look, shout out to you and shout out to everybody that's on right now, because if, if if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be where we are today. And also chiefs like you, because there are individuals that look like you and that has been through some crazy mess, but don't know how to navigate through it. So we're going to take a little pause for the cause, of course, because we have what sponsors that's helping us with these bills. Right. Right. So. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't know, now you know. It's time for you to get your credit right. All right. As a financial literacy coach and credit repair specialist, Tracy Brown, ladies and gentlemen, Tracy Brown teaches people the importance of personal finance and help them identify and dispute, dispute negative items on their credit reports. Her service allows individuals to leverage the Fair Credit Reporting Act to improve their overall credit score and credit history to position themselves for home ownership, lower interest rates, entrepreneurship, and generational wealth. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't do anything this year, at least get your credit right. Okay, get with Tracy Brown. Her number is six one eight five six zero three six eight seven. One more time for those that's blind. Tracy Brown six one eight five six zero three six eight seven right on right on please 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 give her a call now back 
to the subject at hand, back to the subject at hand. So, brother, this, I, I love this. I love everything that you're doing. And, you know, we see a lot of brothers, like you said, that um, uh, go through things. Right. We go sure. through things because we're, we're from different different places. We come from different places, but it's a culture shock. OK, coming from where you from to where you want to go because you got to get out of that situation. What is one pivotal point that you remember as far as transitioning out of your old way of thinking? Right. That that, that, that was your biggest lesson. What was that? Old way of thinking, man. So. Went in basic training. Uh, I, I was fighting in basic training, uh, tech school, fighting in tech school. Uh, my first base, I'm getting into it. Uh, it was at my first base, something happened, right? It was a turning point. It wasn't, I don't think it was the most pivotal. Uh, hung out with a guy. Um, he, he, was, he was doing some things. Um, they found drugs and, and, and weapons on him. Uh, he was my roommate for a while before I left, right? So I get a phone call. Hey, uh, did I know anything about what was going on? Uh, if so, then uh, I'm gonna be an investigation and pretty much my life's over. I can't go home, right? Uh, I left to make my mom happy, make my mom proud. Uh, at that point, man, I was like, I need to be very careful about who I hang around, the things I get involved in. Uh, but I would say pivotal point was uh, well, probably about the, the ninth, the ninth year I was in, actually. So I was in. I, I came in for six years. Decided to stay. I love. I love the job. I was a maintainer at the time, uh, aircraft maintainer. Retrained over to com, and I saw. I saw the trade that the military was teaching me. I saw the, uh, what I can do on the outside. Now surrounded by different people, I came to DC for the first time. That was my first time here, and I saw what people were doing. I was around positive people doing positive things, and realized that I can do that too. But before then, I was just going through the motions, to be honest with you. Uh, I was doing well. I had people kind of telling me what to do, what not to do. But it wasn't until I hit D.C. Uh, that I realized that I can make this happen. I can be somebody. Mm -hmm. um, in between there, sprinkle a little trouble as well that kind of helped me along the way. <laughs> so so basically, you, you, you know, you. You saw the benefits, but you were still in some shit. Okay, so so yeah, okay, I get it. I get it. You got you kind of have to keep a healthy balance. You see what I'm saying? Got to, but I can dig it. <laughs> yeah, for me it was it was it was just it was a physical thing, and I don't say the chip on my shoulder. I was a physical guy, and I'd rather uh, I, I would rather not talk. I would wonder uh, why are you speaking to me? Uh, if you're speaking to me, you must want something. Uh, so the person I am now is not the person I was before. I didn't like people. I didn't talk to people. I didn't. I didn't trust people. That was my issue. So once once I got over the trust issue, then that's what that's what changed me. Got it. Hey, hey, Alfred, it's Larry again. Uh, my former shirt once said that there's three phases in life, and I think we all can agree on this, right? You either going through a storm, getting ready to go through a storm, or you just got out of one. And with all of your life wrapped up in the kind of what you've just summarized for us and what we've been chatting with, what would you say to those that are listening that has helped you cope with your mental uh, stability as far as getting through those trials and tribulations of life? So it wasn't until I had the uh, the last significant event, 
I, I brought up in the church. Uh, I'm, I'm a young man of faith. The book of James helped me through a lot of things, right? Trusting and believing that I am someone. Uh, and my grandmother told me, if you find one friend in life, you found the treasure. And you know, situations were going on, God showed up and showed out. And he put a friend in my life every single time something would happen. Uh, so I would tell people, surround yourself with, with a, surround yourself with a circle of people. Hey, let me... I had, a, I had a coin made. Um, there's a lion on it, some other stuff. Uh, but on the back is a is a tree, right? Uh, and the tree is is bent over. Um, it is being blown by the wind. So a person is going through going through a situation, right? Uh, this is this is what it looks like. The tree is bent. Um, it's, it's, it's going through a storm. Right? Uh, there's some leaves that are blown off. Those are your fair weather friends. The leaves that stay are the ones that are there for, to, to, to help you through this and help you grow, right? Uh, so that's what I tell you, right? You, you have to find those friends that are those faithful leaves that stay and not Absolutely. those fair weather friends that blow away, right? So that's what I would say. Yo, Absolutely. I like that. I like that. That was real good. Heck yeah. That's you real good. Them we them, them them leaves will fall off quick, and you I mean you see quick. people for who they are, and then you get to see the real tree. Yeah, yeah. You see yeah. what I did, man. I'm deep, man. I swear, yeah. I'm man. If you don't shut your retarded ass, swear, man. You ain't deep, but but no, but but no, but, but no. Seriously though, it makes I sense. That, that coin, I, I broke it down. Bro. Is, is that what you did? Listen, that's what I did. But but no, honestly though, that that does make a lot of sense because when you're going through this, right, you don't know who's truly there for you because oh, because look, this is the dope. This, this is the dope joint about it. When you are going through something. You got people that will be your cheerleaders to, you know, while you're going through it. But yeah. when you are there standing, if you look yeah. to your left and you right, those same cheerleaders, if they're mm -hmm. not there, you get what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. you you, you kind of need that type of energy. You need to know when the wind blow where those leaves go. Now, that's bars you dig so when look, <laughs> look so so look no but seriously but you feel me so when the wind come I'm like oh now i thought you see he was down or she was down with you in this situation but now this one now they looking ah man do i really put my neck on the sword for him now because what is that going to do for me in my career now have you ever been faced with that situation i have not so um i've not been faced with that to where I think that I'm falling on my sword for the wrong person or for the wrong thing. So I'm a straight up individual and I'll tell you, hey, you messed up. The things are bad. Uh, it doesn't look good. Here's the gambit. This is what could happen. Uh, here's the, you know, here's the far right. Here's the far left. We'll walk this in the middle and, and I'm help you through it. Uh, but normally, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty straight up and I, I'll pretty much tell you, hey, man, you messed that up pretty bad. Um, and if you're a friend, here we go. So there's an individual driving, uh, and this true story, driving on base. Uh, the cop is at the front gate. He sees his friend, uh, lets his friend go. Uh, his, his friend is drunk, very drunk. Let his friend go. He sees him the next day. He tells him, hey, if you're my friend, you won't come through the gate again, right? The, the, the guy that was in the gate shack was my, my flight chief, my supervisor. And I could have got in major trouble if he knew that I let you through. I let you through based off of friendship because the dorms was right there. 
He goes, if you do it again, you're not my friend. And once you do that, then all bets are off, right? Uh, so friends won't put friends in bad situations. Friends won't tell, ask friends to fall on their sword when they know damn well it's going to kill them and you, right? So if you're asking me to do something like that, now i got to check you. Now i got to wonder, are we really friends? Mm, now that's game. That is game. That's game. <laughs> Go ahead, bro. So, yeah, I, I agree with that wholeheartedly, man. And no real friend will make you, you know what I'm saying, take a, you know what I'm saying, put you in a situation where you put your career and how you provide for your family sure. in harm's way. But my question is this, uh, Big Al. I, I came up pretty much like you, you know what I'm saying? I thought that the best way to handle handle problems was with my hands all the time, you know. So the question is for, for you is, how do you talk? Because you can't do that in this today's Air Force. Oh, no. If you sneeze on somebody, you can toss out the military. Oh, bro. You know wait, 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 wait. First, if, you, if I talk yo, bad to you one they go time, cry. Man, They go cry yeah. first. Don't yeah, forget they got to cry. If I talk bad to you, man. So, so my question is <laughs> for you is, I mean, just because it, it's not allowed doesn't mean people like me and you still ain't coming through the military. How do you advise? How do you talk to that person? You know, how do you get through to them and let them know, you know, hey, this ain't the way? Man, it, that's a connection. I, I tell you, if, if you can't, so we're a small snippet of society, right? That's what that's what the military is. Uh, we have people walking in to our military, um, different walks of life, different experiences. You don't know what the triggers are. Um, so I'll say it's the connection. It's when you first meet that person, talking to them, sharing a little piece of you to let, let them know that you're approachable, uh, you've walked through things, and then you, you talk about the rules, right? You talk about, hey, these are things that you just cannot do, right? Um, there's no colorful way of saying it. Of When you and I were in Harm, it, Harm, it was a little bit different, right? Um, you, you, you probably could use a few colorful words. Now, if you use colorful words, it hurts someone's feelings. Uh, it's, it's not the most professional thing to do, and that gets you in trouble. Um, I think just being able to sit down and talk to them and tell them the rights, the wrongs, and earn their trust. If they trust you, they'll believe you. It goes back to me not having trust for people. Right? If they trust you, they'll believe you. If they don't, then they're going to try the hard way. But I tell you, airmen are going to fail. People are going to fail. They're going to make mistakes. Things are going to happen. It's about the person on the other side uh, that's there to help them, not judge them. They're to help them through the process and help them through the story. And for that person not to judge them and go, hey, I'm higher than thou because I don't do those things anymore, right? So. I can't stand them, folks. Or, or if somebody's never been through anything, how can you help somebody do something if you, all, all you're thinking about is, hey, I can't believe you did that? Yeah. And your thoughts should be, man, I understand why you did that, so let me help you get through it. Let's walk through it. Let's walk through it. And I, I think that's the key point. Um, how can I help you? How can I get you through this? Because they're already beating themselves up enough Something's already going to happen to them. So the only thing you're doing is dogpiling on, on, on top of the situation. And then that's how we end up suicidal. That's how we end up people going to mental health. That's how we end up on the opposite spectrum of where we want someone to go. Mm, see? Yes, 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 absolutely. You know what? I'm glad that you said that. But before we go into that, of course, it's time for another pause for the cause. But ladies and gentlemen, if you are watching this, make sure you go and uh, share this, share this, share this, and download the app Lions Pride Network on Roku or Amazon Fire TV. All right, as a matter of fact, we're just gonna show you a little something to kind of uh, 
get your mind wrapped around it. But other than that, we will be right back. All right. All right. Monique Slater is a top negotiating, award-winning real estate agent in San Antonio, Texas. Her focus is on educating and empowering individuals on building generational wealth through home ownership while providing exceptional service with integrity and excellence. Although her heart is for serving first-time homeowners and the military community, her clientele ranges from $100,000 to $2.5 million. Monique has developed an awesome team that can get individuals into a home. Mention you heard this ad on the Lion's Den with Seth and get a $500 rebate from Monique at closing. After servicing in the Air Force for over 28 years, retired Chief Slater has a massive network so she can connect you with an awesome agent anywhere in the U.S. And your referral will get a special gift card from Monique. If you're in the San Antonio area or relocating there, give Monique a call first to help you find your dream home. Her number is 210-237-7268. One thing we can cherish during these times is family dinners. Think about it. The nice, succulent, southern fried chicken, baked beans cooked to perfection, creamy macaroni and cheese, cornbread. You get the point. Come check out Kevlar's Grill, where all the meals are cooked with perfection, professionalism, and love. Located outside the Scott Air Force Base back gate inside the VFW is where you can find them. Also, they have military discount for all of our serving members. Give them a call. Their number is 618-416-5700. And that's inside Scott VFW Post 4183. And they also have Grubhub. Call them now and tell them that the Lions Den sent you. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. The Lion's Den Podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now, back to the show. Yo, yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Lion's Den. Ladies and gentlemen, we got the world famous <laughs> Albert <laughs> Wells up in this joint. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But look, ladies and gentlemen, we're here on the Lion's Den. I got Herm, got Larry, and we're talking about owning your brand. And it's more than just a clothing brand, but it's about yourself. It's about your personality. And it's about celebrating your adversities, okay? Because your adversities are what make you who you are, as well as your surrounding, you know, community environment. But what you go through is a representation of who you are. But back up on it. We got you, Larry. Go ahead, brother. Wake up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, while he's go going ahead, through go that, ahead. I got something, though. Sarah. Go ahead, bro. Hey, so um, touching back on, on your life, um, you having a father that, that you, you was raised by a single mother, but you still had your father until you was 11 years old when your father did what he did, right? Yeah. So my question is to you is, how does that help you as a father? You grew up, people telling you going to be just like your dad and all that stuff, and I know that had to affect you. But how did that how did that help you going into fatherhood and how are you with your kids? Man, so uh, that's a very good question, right? So uh, I have two daughters, uh, 29, 26, uh, and my eight-year-old son. 
uh, and now uh, I'm a granddad, right? Uh, grandson's a year and four months now. Uh, parenthood, right? So I am a, uh, I'm a king and I'm raising a prince, right? So my daughters are older, uh, they're their own businesses and they're doing well. Uh, every day I look at myself and even the days I think about quitting, I look at who's watching and that's my son. And so because I didn't have my dad, I devote all my time to my son. So those that know me know that if my son goes first. Uh, if, if it's going to basketball practice, if it's going to martial arts, if it's him and I running around the house playing laser tag or, or Nerf gun fighting, right? Uh, so it makes me more attentive to my son uh, and I'm a, I'm a more patient and I'm taking in all the moments that I can, not necessarily for me, but for him. I want him to have more memories than I had with my dad, right? So. And it's probably going to be a good feeling when somebody says to your son, you're going to be just like your father. I hope so, man. Yeah, I'm no, no, that's huge. That's huge. Hey, look, brother, I got a question for you. And um, but again, shout out to everything that you're doing. And by the way, the individuals are feeling and, and commenting. You have been a very good uh, mentor, uh, chief and, and and a leader. And it's unfortunate that I had the opportunity to work with uh, a few E9s. There are difference. Right. But uh, have you ever been in a situation where you had to know the difference between black and white and the color blue. The reason why I ask that is because I remember hearing an E9 say, well, I don't see black or white. I just see blue. You see, has there ever been a time when you had to see that black and white to make a conscious decision and a moral decision? So, yes. So I, I, I hear the, did the question correctly. Um, there is black and white and there's blue. Blue being big Air Force, I think that's where we're going. Correct. With that one. And then black and white. So I, I believe in black and white, but I also believe in the human aspect, right? So uh, every situation is different. I don't I don't think that there's a black and white cookie cutter way of getting getting after it. Uh, if you do something, I need to take in uh, the second, third, fourth order of effects uh, and see how does that play out, right? Um there is blue. I am. I, I've been at this for a long time, and I understand Air Force's core values and how we how we do it. We also talk about taking care of people, taking care of airmen, and airmen are first. Uh, people are first, right? So, uh huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did that. I did that on purpose. Yeah, I did because see, it's important because in the climate that we're in right now, it's so so important it's so important to make sure that individuals know your stance on things right because yes this is a job right but there's this isn't who you are this is what you do so if you have an individual that's dealing with you know certain things that's more on the you know cultural aspect do you apply it the blue way or a way that you can resonate with that individual you see what I'm saying? Because this is a different military, right? These these brothers and sisters coming in with master's degrees when yes. it was only uh what is it, CCAF and you was balling with that, right? So they come in like coming in super smart. Bro, bro. Super smart. You got associates like oh, oh, education oh, on shit. Look, look, hey, you know what I'm talking about? Like, like, look at him. Look, he got CCEF, he can read. But now you got somebody in 19 years old with a master's. So, but so it's it's kind of hard to put that wool over their face. Well, no, this is just the Air Force way. Have you had to talk to a young man, let's say African-American, like a brother, 
and not an airman. If you see that, if you saw that, that, that he was missing that piece. Yeah. So we, we walk around and, uh, the air force is a, I touched on a small snippet of society. There's different people uh, doing different things. Right. And I am a African American male. That's a chief. Right. Um, I'm, I'm this first, right? And then military is what I what I am and what I do and what I enjoy, and that's my passion. Uh, I believe fairness across the board. Uh, so if I talk to someone, um, if there's a young brother that I need to speak to differently, then I do that. If there's another individual that's of a, a different descent uh, or a different nationality, whatever I need to do to connect to that person is what I'll do. Right, because I would like someone to do it for me. So when I was going through my situations, uh, there wasn't a first sergeant that looked like me. Right, and I needed. I would have hoped that that person talked to me a little bit differently, uh, and maybe instead of going the hard route. Right, I, I got I got a couple hard lessons. Uh, I got I got a couple harsh punishments. So I thought, uh, but I, I moved on. I, I overcame and I succeeded. But yeah, I would. I have different conversations with different people. Like mm-hmm. so, and, and and I don't believe some people say, I've, "I've." No one's told me this, but you hear people going, "Oh, he's fake," or "Oh, she's fake." No, right? So, if I'm going to the basketball court, I'm gonna wear basketball shoes and 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 uh, and some shorts and and a shirt, right? If I'm going out to the club, I'm not wearing that, right? If I'm going out to 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 a fine dinner, I'm not wearing that. So every situation calls for a different dress and a different look. You're still the same person behind. It's just you dress yourself up differently to connect to where you're going. Mm-hmm. Make sense? Oh, no, no. It makes a lot of sense. I just know that when individuals come into the military, you are considered a pseudo parent. Right. And so just like a man that did not have a father in his life, they may need that father to or that mentor to show them how to dress. You understand? Because it's different. Even though I'm putting this on, I may not be wearing it right. Mentally, you you feel me? Or or just because I know I know that this is my job, but I don't know how to um, manipulate my temperature when it comes down to my vernacular. And when I'm you know what I'm talking about? So that type of thing. So I have had to deal with that mm-hmm. quite a few times, mm-hmm. right? Um, and to match power, uh, to 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 shut it, to shut someone down because I'm in a position is the wrong thing to do, right? Let them vent. I let them talk. Hey, let's close the door. Let's have a conversation, right? Shirts off is what I it's what I call it. Mm-hmm. Shirts off. No rank in here. Let's let it fly, right? And that that person says what they need to say to get off their chest. I've had that a few times. Um, and I have had to have different conversations. Uh, and once you skin it back, once that person trusts you, they'll let you know dad wasn't there. Mom wasn't there. Matter of fact, uh, I was a foster kid raised by my grandmother. Uh, so, But you don't know that unless you let them talk, you let them vent, and you let them get it off. Uh, it's, it, I can easily say, stop. I am whomever because of my position. This is what you're going to do. That's the wrong answer. But Pseudo parent, you, you talked about it. I, I think you hit it on the head. We're help not raising them because they're kids, but raise them in the military, raise them in the uh, how to go about things. Uh, I had a supervisor tell me, two strikes, you're out in baseball. 
I said, nah, that's not it. He goes, exactly, because you know the rules. First, you need to learn the, learn the rules of this game before you start playing it. And that's how I approach it. Right? And that's what I tell my airmen and individuals that, that I speak to. Learn the rules, and then you can run this game. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, can you guys hear me now? Yeah, we got you. Some internet issues, my bad. Wi-Fi just kicked me out completely. But um, what I was trying to get with, and it sounded like you kind of touched on this a little bit, so my apologies if I'm asking something yeah, that was already asked. Uh, but connected connectedness. Uh, we spoke. You was talking about that, and uh, before I got cut off, and the importance of how being connected to your airman, supervisor, whoever builds that trust. And so my question to you: It looks like you got some folks already vouching for you. That's in the comments. Um, they're vouching as far as who you are, and you seem like you're the chief's chief, you know, and all that 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 good stuff that goes with it. But what do you say? Like 28 years ago, when you joined the Air Force or the military in general, but more specifically the Air Force. It was different than what it is today with the millenniums pretty much coming in. You know, it's not shut up in color anymore as it used to be. It's more, you got to kind of explain to me what's going on. I need to know the why behind what we're doing, uh, you know, depending on the situation. But what do you, because it's not like you were sitting on it, but what do you say to the new, I guess the new regime of where we're going into this military thing where you really do have to connect with your folks and build that trust in order to really get to the root cause of some of these said issues that they may have? Sure. So uh, funny you mentioned that, uh, my commander and, and, and first sergeant. We had a similar conversation last week um, about the why. When I came in, Larry, you, you're still in, um, and we got some retirees that are hosting. So when we came in, it was different. Like you said, it was just do it. And as a maintainer, they said, hey, turn this screw X amount of turns and torque this wrench X amount of uh, torque pounds. Now it's why, why do I have to do that? Um, but I tell you, I like to take the time to explain the why. If you explain the why now to the individuals, they'll go do it and they'll do it faster and harder. If you tell them just to do it, they're gonna do a half, they may do a half-ass job, first off, right? Um, I have no problems explaining the why when there's time. When there's not time, I need you just to go execute, but I will come back and I'll explain the why to you, right? I think we owe them that. Um, it helps It helps the big machine press on and it helps the processing uh, continue. So if they, don't, if they don't understand it, they're not going to do it, right? Cool, cool. Hey, hey, Big Al, I got a question for you. We got to get this one. We need to get this question answered. Your son wants to know if you're playing in the snow tomorrow. See, uh, if you put me out there, he wants, he wants, he, he put it out. He didn't ask twice now. <laughs> listen, he didn't ask twice. Hey, dude, listen, I ain't trying to step in front of that. No, no, but look, do he know what you're doing, brother? Do he care? <laughs> do he care? Are you playing in the snow tomorrow? Yes or no? We need to we know if you in the snowball fight tomorrow. Yeah, are you we in? We in the snow. Yeah. What's your son's name? Yeah. What's your son? Isaac? Yeah. Isaac. Elijah, Elijah, mm-hmm. Elijah, he's gonna play in that snow tomorrow with you, buddy. I got, I got him in there for you. There you go. <laughs> there you go. All right. Let it go where it's snowing. Yeah. Hey. Where it's snowing anyway. I'm in DC. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all getting it? But go, hey, go ahead. So, go ahead, so a friend of the show, uh, Aretha Boston, she had, she, she wanted you to elaborate on how you go about building your circle and bringing them up with you, feeding one another. <laughs> she wants you to talk a little bit about that. Oh, Aretha. Aretha's a beast. Uh, man, we, we had a saying, uh, Aretha was here with uh, with me, uh, my circle's uh, my circle's better than yours, right? And there's a, 
uh, there's a few people that says it right. She said it. Uh, uh, Andy Gilbert, Chris Warner, we, we uh, Sheena, we, we talk about who circles the best, right? How do you feed each other? If one is doing something, you pull another, right? If you're if you're leading a committee, you put your step, you, you put your person on there. If you're involved in a uh, uh, um, an exclusive thing, you don't do it by yourself. You pull someone else in. You go, hey, I know you said one, but I want to co, I want to co do this with someone else, right? Uh, it's about building your circle, building them strong. And if there's one opportunity, then then there's two. Right? No one person should do it. You should always pull someone with you. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Yeah, that's true leadership right there, man. It is because everybody know you can do it. You know what I mean? At least they're going to assume you could do it. But the, the the key to leadership is who can you encourage to? You know what I'm saying? Who can you motivate to do it behind you? And yeah. and and then this is another thing too. And there's individuals that have problems with this, right? But letting that shit go. Look, it's one thing if you're good at doing something, right? Mm-hmm. And it's another thing when everybody know you're good at it. But you're gonna get tired. So the smart thing to do is to teach somebody how to do it when you kind of want to chill on out. You dig? And then mm-hmm. let them put their own seasoning on it because it's still coming from you. You feel what I'm saying? But we got folks that want to hold on this shit for so long, right? And then when they finally retire, they 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 die because they got nothing else. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got you to train someone else. You got to help someone else yeah. grow. And then you sit back as a... That's an advisor to that person. That's right? it. That's you it. You sit back and go, hey, what do you need? Because each one teach one. Mm-hmm. You got to plant them seeds. Got gotcha. to. Got to plant Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely yeah, right. Yeah. Hey, well, look, brother, you said that you wanted to do something as far as um, give away something. What is that about? A queen shirt, okay. right? So uh, kings and queens, um, I have to get on. Get on. I have the name. Uh, we're giving out a king and queen from the – it's not a raffle. Uh, we wanted people to post and tag. Uh, those individuals that post and tag, uh, I'll pull the name, give the giveaway. Uh, so give me a minute, and I'll get that. I apologize. Okay, okay. So good. You want me to sing a song while we're doing no, this? Please, we no, please. No, 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 hell no. No, that ain't it. We See, good. You, you always hating on no, me, I ain't man. On you, but look, for some <laughs> reason, you think you think that you're the karaoke king. This ain't what always this is, bro. hating on your boy, bro. Hey, I'm, I'm trying to just keep him back. <laughs> so our uh, king and queen, so it's a queen giveaway, divinely misty. Divinely, Divinely Misty. Misty. All right. Congratulations. Congratulations. All right. That's dope. Congratulations. Congratulations. So do you got a uh, example of what the shirt looks like or the whatever it is? You weren't ready? That's okay. That's okay. That's on my website. It's on the website. website. All right. All right. So look, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. 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 So look, y'all make sure y'all go to the website, support them. All right, y'all make sure y'all support them. So, look, what other things you got popping off in the future, man? How are you uh, helping out? Because I know that with here at the Lions Den, what we try to do is events called in front of the mic. So we get from behind the mic and really do what we need to do in the community or help other organizations, right? Because other than that, we're just talking shit. So what is it that you do or what do you plan to do with your with your line? Hey, so uh, company's relatively new. Uh, we're still, still getting started, right? So... I've been at it since uh, April of last year. Like COVID hit, um, and you got to kind of reinvent yourself. Right? For the longest time, people say, "Hey, man, I wish I had more time." So you have time. So now what are you doing? Now you just have excuses. 
right? So I've uh, been thinking about the brand for a long time, started the brand. So now we fast forward a year. Uh, this year we're going to do our first scholarship, right? Uh, two laptops, seventh grade, sixth grade and under, and then seventh grade and higher, right? Give it back to the, to the youth. Um, Al, Al loves the kids. Uh, my, my motorcycle name is Pint. Pint loves the kids. That, that, that was a, that's been going on now for, for years, right? Um, started a motorcycle club up in Germany and that was my thing. I love kids and I love doing special Olympics, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, so scholarship is one, uh, my kid plays on a, a basketball basketball team, and I found a new love for AAU basketball. Right, I, I got here to DC, to Prince George's County, the mecca of of uh, of basketball, from what I hear. Uh, matter of fact, whoa, <laughs> you. My, so my my eight year old, uh, I, I I think he I think he's doing all right. He won Player of the Week last week. He's hyped about it, right? Uh, so I like to sponsor a, a basketball team, right? Small company. I can't I can't cover it all, but I can offset some costs for the, the entry fees, or the uniforms, and things like that, right? And then um, a couple other things. I am going to. I have partners already. I want to walk into a battered women's shelter. Sometimes when those women when they leave, they leave with a coat on their back and a child, right? So I want to go in there with hair, nails, um, uh, Tish Wilson, LLC, partner with her, uh, Key Elevations, partner with them, hairstylists, barbers, looking for, uh, looking for a nail, uh, uh, a nail specialist, um, going to consult, consulting with Joy. She's going to help wrap all this stuff up together and walk in, queen shirts. Every woman gets a queen shirt. Right. And every kid, uh, we have uh, raised by a prince, uh, raised by a king. So they get these shirts, and it's a day of elevating those queens. They've been through situations to where um, they may not feel their best. Right? How do we get them to feel better about themselves? Let them know that uh, they are queens and they are important. Right? What better way to do that than by pampering them? Right? And then lastly, uh, going to co-author a book. Letter to my son. Uh, I think that there's some things that uh, a young, a young father, a relatively young, I think there's things that we pass on to our kids, and I want him to read that as he grows up and passes that on. So, a couple things we're getting involved in. All right, dope, brother. That's dope. Congratulations on everything. Hey, Yes, yes, yes. And you know what? It's good to um, to do those things while you're in and it can help you transition on out because you have finally found your passion that it that doesn't have a FSC attached to it. It doesn't have an EPR attached to it. It doesn't have a decoration attached to it. It's something that <laughs> but no, but, but you get what I'm saying? So, I you, you know, it, it, it kind of it hits different when you're doing it from the right place. You feel me? And so congratulations with that. Congratulations. Hey, last word, Larry, Larry, what you got, bro? Hey, hey I just want to say, uh, Wells, appreciate your time. Appreciate you coming on, sharing, you know, being transparent like that. You don't get that a lot, especially from senior leadership. So I know you got a crowd that was showing and cheering you on and, you know, mm -hmm. Fun of you, your son was really attacking you and getting you <laughs> alone. But, you know, I just appreciate you. I hopefully you, you kind of seen what we saw where you 
came off you like, uh, I don't know what to expect. And now it seems like you found your home, right? This is it. I hope this interview really takes off for you and that uh, everything works out. And I'm proud of you. Thank you for what you do in the community. Thank you for what you do for the Airmen. Uh, appreciate you. And uh, we'll see you again. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Most definitely. Big Herm, what you got, bro? So, Big Al, man, first off, I believe in your message, you know, your, your clothing brand and, and what you got behind it and why you started it. So I'm rooting for you. I really hope this thing take off for you and hope to see you do more podcasts so you could be more vocal about it and, and let everybody know what's going on. Because I think that if people hear what we heard tonight, you know what I'm saying, they're going to be behind you 2,000%. So please continue doing what you're doing. Uh, your, your, your people that know you, you know, you, I can tell they love you, they're watching you, supporting you. Sure. And we all cheering for you, big dog. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And again, just echoing them, man, I do appreciate it. Appreciate everything that you have done and that you will continue to do because it's important. There's individuals that look like you and that don't look like you that need you. And shout out to everybody that took the time, even you, ma'am, Miss Boston, that's getting it in, that's over there in, in Germany at two o'clock. Listen, that's the dedication. I love that girl. I love her, I love her, I love her. But yo, but no, seriously, real talk. If, ladies and gentlemen, if you like this, podcast if you like this visual or whatever the case it is please let us know follow us us follow us and give us feedback because we want to keep this type of energy make sure you go out and support the chief he got that great incentive that's going on make sure you support him make sure you support him because it's helping individuals outside of the military too so that's the key thing that's the key thing how do you continue to serve but um yes yes hey but look brother you got any uh final words yourself i do uh thank you i say thank you for this platform thank you for for the easy uh, easy conversation i was nervous at first i see i'm better now uh it's like sitting in a room talking to some good brothers and it, it felt good right yeah. uh so thank you for this um Failed, overcame, succeeded. That's my, uh, that's the thing I push. That's what I talk about. Uh, it's about how you get up. Uh, we talk about the three things. It, get ready to go through a storm, in a storm, or coming out of a storm. That's what this is, mm-hmm. right? So thank you, and I appreciate this. Mm-hmm. All right. No doubt. No doubt. Hey, well, listen, ladies and gentlemen. We do appreciate y'all being on and taking this time with us. And we, we just want to get ready to wrap this on up. But again, if there's anything, if y'all have any questions, any questions for the chief, go back into this while it's still up because it's not going to stay up long. And if you miss this, go to the Lions Pride Network app, download it first, and then you can watch this. It's going to be up there real soon. All right. But if you have any questions, holler at them. Hey, oh, brother, where's your... um? Your, your your Facebook, you got Instagram and all that so people can find you? I, I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Instagram is Alliance Tail. Facebook's Alliance Tail. Mm-hmm. Right? Easy to, easy to find. Okay. If, if you hashtag, uh, go to Google, hashtag failed, overcame, succeeded, I pop up. Okay. Right? Good. And last thing, I'd be remiss if I didn't say thank you for everyone. I, I can't see any of the comments, right? But uh, thank you for everyone that, that, that showed up and showed out and uh, – came to, to watch this this podcast. I really appreciate you. Thank you, family. Uh, I love y'all. Thanks. Right on. Right on. All right. Hey. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So 
We y'all get ready for next week. All right, make sure this y'all y'all back here. Y'all back here. Okay. Hey, Larry, uh, not Larry. Hey, Herm. Hey, hey we, are we? Are, so we really gonna leave without talking about uh, Larry's big ass logo on his chest? <laughs> 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 we just gonna let that just ride and not say shit about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's free marketing, man. Okay. <laughs> On your brand, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Free marketing. On your brand. Listen, now, he owning it, owning it. You understand know what I'm saying? Yo, yeah, bring, bro, it's almost like somebody else bootlegged, bootlegged our own shit. You know what I'm saying? But no, it's dope. It is dope. But Lord have mercy, you're a trip. <laughs> anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we gone. We we just it's it's all fun and games. But seriously, we do appreciate y'all support, and we out of here. Five thousand, y'all be easy. Love each other. One. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Make sure to listen to the show on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, and Radio Public, where you can subscribe or via RSS, so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you like or dislike this episode, we'd appreciate your feedback on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Lionscast. Check out the book, The Black Collar Mindset, The Art of Strategic Thinking on Amazon or www.theblackcollarmindset.com, a manual to maneuver through life strategically by holding yourself accountable. Tune in next week for another episode of The Lion's Den with Seth.